you hear that one? Makes it more fun. Team Money Mac Daddy of the original concert and you know TV rap. Now with T450 style launching my man BC, aka Vince Carroll in the building. Feel me? We're doing our thing, you know, like a chicken wing, you know. <laughs> I, I could say something else, but we're on radio. But, uh, real talk. Um, yeah, we here in Benton, you know what I mean? Trying to hold y'all down, man. You know what I mean? After mine, Keanu the goddess, the purple goddess, we got a all right, well, I'll make good introduction. My man T Money here. You know, um, this is Vince Carroll. You know, they call me the J Required Hip Hop, Mr. Dealmaker, Mr. Vince McMahon, Mr. One, Two, Three, Mr. Make It Happen, Mr. Oh, Find okay. That Bread if you need it. Okay. Mr. Put It On Board, Mr. E.B. I mean, Al Mukadeen, Ali Ali. We try to do this thing with Flash, with, with Flair. You know, we are Madison Avenue. I was doing, I was selling hip hop, like one of the first people selling hip hop with the first hip hop magazine that uh, Russell Simmons gave me all the right. space out of. That's right. I met this man in my very, very, very young, young age, right. responsible for a lot of careers out there, being, yeah, being, being, you know, charted. Uh, they use uh, actually the top 30 countdown of the Billboard music uh, charts based out of my list because uh, I started, I was the first to chart hip hop. So uh, the top 30 list before it was even brought into Billboard. So they kind of like adapted to that. So it's a lot of different things we've done, but you know, everything from branding to marketing to just doing a whole lot of things. Uh, before Steve Stout, it was, you know, a, a, a guy like me just making deals happen, bringing deals to the table for a lot of people. I'm like the manager's uh, consultant. I walked into Adidas. I don't know about. I don't know. Sixteen years old. He was sixteen years old. He struck a deal with Adidas at sixteen. Oh, he went in and did the Kanye. Let me tell you, he did the Vince Carroll. Kanye did the Vince Carroll. Right, right, right. Let's keep it one hundred. True, true. You know what I mean? So yes. Oh yeah. In other words, so we've been in this game for quite some time. We're here to represent um, BPR Radio tonight. We're here to have some fun. We got some drinks on the table. We're not drink champs. We, we some other kind of champs. Right. You know what I mean? We're superstars. That's right. And That's we're, trying to, we're trying to make it happen tonight. Yeah. You know, we're just talking industry stuff. You know. So here's my first question for you. Mm-hmm. You've been in this industry a long time. It's had its highs and lows, ups and downs. Why are you still in it? Well, can I answer that? Yeah, you can. I want to hear from I both Yeah, I think that, you know, hip-hop is ever-evolving. And, uh, you know, you, you got to understand, like, for the first time in history, in 2017, hip-hop, hip-hop has truly become the largest music form in America, right? I mean, in the world. I mean, we've always battled, like, 75 years where rock and roll always reigned throughout the world. I know this because the companies I deal with and things that I help market and help take to the next level, we got to have these stats. So since 2017, really 16, moving into 17, hip hop has outsold every music genre in the world. And that is the culture that we help put together and the culture that we all as hip hop connoisseurs and contributors help build. So we should be proud of that. Hip hop never go old. Hip hop can grow up and hip hop can kind of like weasel its way into different fabrics of the American, you know, quilt, but hip hop will never get old. I mean, right now we we working on black tech. We're working on like a, the first uh, uh, um, blockchain uh, a technical uh, telephone. I was that, just writing about blockchain. Yeah, that, that, that Proz is doing right now. So we're helping with that. Uh, bringing T Money in to help with the marketing of that as well. A lot of things that we're doing. But we got an entire team. You go to blackshit.com, you see that. I sit on the board. I'm also sit on strategic uh, VP level uh, with that. We also have. Um, we're in the influencer game with uh, with Kevin Lau and the 300. Uh, we right. co-managed along with our guy, our, our guy um, Max. Right. And we got Zeus, uh, which is the largest hip hop uh, um, reaction, yeah, reaction site in the in, on YouTube right now, over with 700 million views and 2.7 million subscribers. And subscribers is great. I mean, these guys are making upward 30 to 50 thousand dollars a month at revenue share, right. and that's where the money is right now. So just to let people know. Oh, absolutely. We talk about that. And you gotta, yeah, you gotta understand the revenue share and where it's set and, and where it's going. And then, you know, just sitting on a whole lot of different areas and um, 
I mean, everything from show bookings to to just pulling things together. Queen Latifah commercials before. Pretty much everything that Nelly ever got in commercials. Uh, we did uh, Drake with Spray. We did we did um, actually we presented Little Wayne for the Pepsi, and then kind of like went behind the scene. I did that film with. We're not talking about that. Even bringing like you know intricate things together, like you know Nicki Minaj uh, a five hundred thousand dollar for twenty minutes for Mitzvah, like some of the richest people down in Battery Battery City. You know, you're into that game. That that will never go old. So even right. even though the young hip hoppers are coming up and they're doing their thing, I love the way hip hop is going. I okay. love the new artists. I love the, the XXXs and the crazy shit they're doing because there was always somebody in that decade or in a decade that kind of like went left like that. We had Onyx not decades. That's right. Oh wow. That's you right. know, so you know, hip hop got a lot of fabrics, and we try to to t- try to tend and amend to all of that. And as it grows, we we just try to you know try to make it happen. But there's always going to be somebody. In a corporate boardroom that don't have that liaison to the streets, that's going to need someone to fill those spaces. So even if you take on a, a brand manager uh, to you know in, in a corporate company, they still going to have to come to one of us that's to right. convey have, to make some things happen. A lot of these major corporations uh, they move like dinosaurs because they don't understand they don't understand the culture. You know, a lot of them right. are actually being accused yeah. as culture vultures because they don't understand the culture. They just get into the culture. They bring the, they're not, they've never been really caught of it. Now, listen to me, man. I've been DJing all my life. I've been DJing since I was 12. Real talk, I was DJing on the home furniture. You know how you have, I don't know if you guys, I don't think you even understand what I'm talking about. There was a um, a record player. I'm not even going to call it a turntable because it wasn't called a turntable. A record player back in the day that looked like home furniture. You right. opened it. Right, you know, you would play a record, so I would use that and I would use a, a like a, a small, like turntable to actually DJ. And then I, I linked up with my partner, Dr. Dre, from New York TV Rap Standard, and then we had a group called the Concept Crew. Now, listen, now, I understand why I'm going here because I'm letting you know that I'm I've always been part of the culture, you understand? Right. DJing in Queens, DJing in New York City, DJing in Long Island. Like, listen. And then we, we wound up DJing at a radio station called WBAU, which is tattooed on my arm if you can get a visual. WBAU was like was the, the, the station that the station that fueled the culture. Right. That fueled the culture with artists such as Biz Markey, Run DMC, um, LL Cool J, Public Enemy with Flavor Flame, Chuck D, T Money, Rakim. Lords of Underground. Lords of Underground. New school. Like the whole clique. They fueled the industry with these two because they came from a whole we were a clique of people that, that we all got it. You understand? They don't know that terminology. You, you got it. So you understand what's going on. We all got it. We all understood what we were trying to do. So we built. We built. We did shows. We did local concerts. We did, you know, and a lot, and a lot of these people actually that do all this stuff right now. They DJ and all that stuff. They don't know about carrying records. Right. Bringing equipment in the house at four in the morning. Right. I still carry my speaker. I don't know about you talking about. Let me tell you. I'm saying I got the crate now, but you got the speaker now. DJs right now they don't carry no speaker. They come into the club, they plug in, and they leave. They even leave their equipment in the car overnight. You heard me? Yo, I have private events. It be like that sometimes. You be tired. I remember me and Doctor Dre. If you're out there, Dr. Dre, peace out to the great Dr. Dre. My Dr. Dre, not the um, West Coast Dr. Dre. There's two Dr. Dre, by the way, just, just in case you guys right. didn't know. Right. Understand, the culture, understand the culture. Understand the culture. Dr. Dre from NWA is a totally different person. That is Andre Young. That is Dr. Dre from NWA. My Dr. Dre, my Dr. Dre is Andre Brown, which is the original Dr. Dr. Dre. Uh, from Original Concept, uh, one of the five uh, artists signed of Def Jam Recording, which is Original Concept. And um, you're on TV raps. So we used to DJ this place called the Kazuri Youth Center. Crazy, straight in the hood, where cats used to break dance, b-boy on the floor, all that. One night, the, his father, Dr. Dre's father, said, yo, I'm not picking y'all up for this spot with the trailer. So y'all got to get that yeah, equipment home the best way you freaking can. You know what I mean? You was making money, though. Yeah, so you my G. It was the Uber. We had like we had to lift the cart and drag it all the way home with with with, with someone biggest speakers, the crown yeah. amp, we're wrecked. Hey, I know, I know, I know. 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 I know
Let me tell you. So, the Virginia Young TV Raps, as you well know, is a worldwide phenomenon seen in every country, even Japan, um, China, um, every country. Let's give them a round of applause for that. So, I was leading up to that. Vince and myself were integral to making things happen for the 30th anniversary um, Young TV Raps. Concert at the Buffett Center. You guys, you know, you guys came through, right? Yeah, it was Everybody awesome. was. It was awesome. And it was crazy packed in there. MTV itself during their live stream registered eight hundred thousand views of the live stream nice. for that concert, like that, uh, which is wanting us to do actually to do um, residency, residency in Vegas, touring in Europe, touring in Europe. We're doing something with Phantom, Phantom um, as well in movie TV. theaters. Um, so we're doing a lot of things, man. So I'm, I'm excited about it. So my, my point to you is, I am receiving all these blessings through my partner, Vince Carroll, my, and myself. We're receiving all these blessings because we are part of the culture. We're not vultures. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep emphasizing that through the interview because there's so many vultures. They go out of that going on. They go out and that's like, you know. And then there's
it's not taught down to the masses. It's just that, you know, some of the shows, we, we just, as a people, have gotten to a point where we can kind of like archive some of the shows and events that happened in the past and actually kind of like regurgitate that back to our children. The reason why we know about Sanford and Son and the reason why we know about all these old shows that we was like shorty yeah. is that because they kept putting them back on. Right. Over right. Reruns, and yeah. Reruns, right? And then the reason why a lot of a lot of ex-generationers uh, know about a lot of the old shows that the baby boomers was aware of is because BET came out. So right, right, then you got to understand something very significant happened in the course of of the min, the millennial uh, age and then the Xers, right? And they got these years that's, that's coming up right now. Well, the millennials, you know, BET was snatched from BET, was sold to right, to, right, to right, Viacom. Right. So so if there wasn't any importance. Being a black owned. Yeah, you should be a black. Company. Right. So yes. there was no importance of of, right. of, of showing culture and showing history. And right. would you agree that from that point, BET Went downhill. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that happened. I think that terrestrial television just went downhill because the internet just took over. Period. Streaming. And I think that I think so that BET, who's probably the weakest of of his of his of his, of his ex, you know of, of his brand or his reach, you know, got caught up in that in that circle just like MTV got caught up. They took a big hit as well they because did. these guys are making YouTube happen. That's what happened. Yeah. You know, so that's what happened. But but my, my point to what he's saying is that, you know, we were just getting back to the point where they are respecting us. Like like Black Panthers, the movie is so significant to the culture, to, to who we are as people, because now we can actually get a, a movie greenlit, right, and, and have it open worldwide. You know, okay. up until like about two years ago. I, I did want to comment on that. Right. Sure. How do you feel? I don't know if you've learned about this, but this is about to be a spoiler, I guess. How do you feel about the fact that they killed the Black Panther in the, the Avengers movies? You felt like that was, I feel like that was a big spot. <laughs> I, but I don't. But if you don't, you don't but if you know the Marvel movie, that's what I'm about to go into. It's not a complete dead. Right, right. And that movie made so much that there's going to be a second, maybe even a third Black Panther. Right, right. So, if you follow the canon, I'm if, about, if, you follow the the, if you follow the Marvel culture, yeah. They always make it seems as if someone's dead and then they can bring it back. Look at it this way. Spider-Man died. They didn't kill him. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> they can't kill their money. They ain't killing their money laying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so keep it 100, man. It's not, it's not no. a dead situation. So yeah, we, 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 we finally got those those reaches where, you know, I, I was always involved with people like they need, need funds for a movie, or funds for some type of clothing line, or funds for this, or funds for that. And we know a lot of artists, entertainers, and sports figures you know, a lot of people pull their monies in for investments. Right. So they come to people like us and or we go to people like them and say, hey, you know, somebody want to do like a fleet of buildings or a fleet of restaurants or a franchise. And so they pull money together and try to make things happen, things happen right? That's been great. But we never had a situation where we go to Hollywood, get like a budget of $150 million, make a film and say that black, all black film is going to be worldwide because the right. rest of the world it's still, wasn't unfortunately, it's very wasn't going for it. But yeah. now we've got to that point where the culture has become so huge and so so much a part of everyone's, you know, uh, buzzword or buzz, 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 face buzz yeah. that they got to do it. Uh, it brings you back to 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 uh, the Blackshire phone that Proz is doing. Like this is the first phone that's going to be given back to the community. That's right. So as you use this phone, this phone is going to actually give you back, pay you for doing that. Why? Because we spent like one point seven trillion dollars. Last year, as as a people, and just like cell phone and in, in, in retail, retail is buying online. That's crazy. That's but, but, but real quick to comment on that. So now you will see. Now see, this is listen to me. For many years, right, people of color have not been on the forefront of technology. Let's be honest. Okay, right. it's been it's been a hit. Um, I mean, it's, it's been the records. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't been on the forefront. People haven't been on the forefront of technology. All the Jap or the Japanese for that matter. Right. So now, but right. so now with Blackshire coming, with Blackshire coming, keep in mind this now the culture that I've been I've been preaching about for the last 15 minutes has been now it's 360. Now here goes someone who's part of that culture creating technology that services the culture. Right. Pay attention to what's going on. So don't think that he's gonna be the only one. Okay, he's a forerunner, okay, which is the greatest thing on earth. So now he's breathing. Breaking barriers. He's he's coming through with saying, "Okay, this is what's up. I'm helping my culture with this." 
So now the next person can come. Now the next person in our culture can come. Now this is something that we can work on and dominate to take over. Yes. You understand? You know, just pay attention to what's going on. If you pay attention to what's going on, it's because our culture is 360 now.
keep in mind something. I'm always going to be part of the culture. Do your history. Understand where we come from. Because where we come from is where you at. And where you think you need to go. Then you're going to be saying the same thing in a few years, telling the next young person, yo, I did this. I did that. I'm part of the culture. We're all part of the culture. That's why I'm saying record. It's only five years left. Men, it's yeah. like the span of every every artist is about five years. Right. So you know that's pretty much what it is. The science behind that. Yeah. So you know you came out, but there's only five years left. So you do what you got to do in that five. Then that five takes about a year to tour, right. a year to promote, right, right. a year to blow, right. a year to tour, right. and a year to see you know as let your ass is gonna come out with another album and that's make right. it last. Do it again. Well, yeah, right. right. So sometimes you know an album will come out again, and you know, but you know, just know what it is. And we as a people, I, I love the way it is right now. People are like, oh. Oh, you know, it's crazy. Uh, the youth, they done gone wild. They got nuts. No, it's been the same thing. Though. I'm saying musically. Okay. They have, like, socially. Yes, yeah, so social. Yes, 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 You know, but we always, that's always been a battle, right? But they look at every decade. And when, when you study, when you study people from a marketing perspective, every decade, every cultural music, and every lifestyle is kind of triggered by the drugs that's used mostly in that decade. Right. So if you go back to the 50s and the 60s, well, the 60s, there was about marijuana, psychedelic drugs, right. and that's what it was. It's all, you know, hairy and hair, and people just, you know, covered, loving and kissing one another, and, and everything was great, right? Sexual revolution had begun. That's right. And then the 70s, it got a little bit more harder, and and the drugs actually start popping a little bit, so the heroin was in the, in the mix, and it was like a real spaced out thing, and the music was just like spaced out, and Jury and, and depressing in a lot of cases, and then you come to the eighties. So let's do this. So let's do this. So you, so you're saying from the sixties, I'm already the poppers. Um, you know, Jimi Hendrix. You know, uh, psychedelic shack. Well, a lot of people don't know it as as it relates to naming artists. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to drop it on. Right. You. you know, and then and then you got and what, they what, what, what else? Right, right. They should. They should. Right, right. But you know the great thing about technology, they can group all these names. They sure can simultaneously. So so they get up in it. But you know, just the point not to drag it all out. I think somebody did a uh, a funny thing on YouTube. They kind of like you know went through the whole you know the lean era, you know hip hop coming back from the crack era when everything was like you know jump jump. You know it's like right, right, right. You know everything relates to the drugs that you're using. So if you take that methodology and you and you move it up into today's time, you got ecstasy, you got bananas, you got molly, you got and they, they're speedballing right now. What we call speedballing back in the day, they do yeah. many. Got that they, lean. They, they start and go. And they're doing lean. They take a pill. I don't. I don't think that when it comes to our culture, right, specifically, because you, you had the, the heavy metal when it came to a lot of those deeper, deeper drums and like the celebration and such. I feel like a lot of our great artists went down, right? But it was like, oh man, we, we got fucked up with the drugs and we're all Rick, Rick James, like damn. But that wasn't so prevalent. When it came to hip hop, it was more like weed. Weed smoking, drinking Henny. That was like the mainstay. Since it's kind of segued into these other different types of drugs, I I do feel, I I have to disagree with you a little bit in saying, you know, the the vibe is so great because I feel like a lot of what they're talking about is dehumanizing, is, you know, against women, is very um, demoralizing and our children are seeing that, and it's becoming a mimicry, and you're not seeing that in rock and hip-hop But see, we, we, we had this before, though, right? We did. History repeats itself. Always. There's always been, like, diminishing women. It yes. was called NWA at, at the time, but there right. was also, you know, there was also um, Arrested Development. Right. Same time. Right. You know, like, there's a Kendrick Lamar right now. Right. There's a J. Cole right now that's uplifting the women, so it all depends on how you judge it. There's always a yin and a yang balance. Since the history of hip-hop, it's, it, it all depends on what you focus on and what you kind of like pay attention to. Is it to. so balanced now, though? I well, feel like the balance is not, you know, I'm well, a Libra, so I'm all about balance. You know, you already know that. I think the balance is more like, you know, <laughs> I think the think fact that, that, that J. Cole even got through is like, oh, damn, they got one. Yeah, but you know, but I think along with that is the way technology and the way information is disseminated as well. So right now, yeah, right now everything is like, boom. Instant ban, so yeah, and everybody like crazy. So everybody, we had a create, you know, we got an internet president. You know, yeah. we, had, we had a reality show president. So when you when you when you look at things of that nature, it's like right. you know, of course, this is where you we know, are. exactly. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna Google it. People want to see things to make them laugh. They rather see a girl get beat down by five of the girls on World Star Hip Hop 
and, and that thing goes and, viral. And tape it while she's getting beat right. down. And, and, and Lord knows viral. she gets beat so much that she actually dies. Before they now have that. Oh, actually, you, you know, know what I'm saying? That shit is we, crazy. I've looked at it. The common trend now that most of our young artists are taking, like if you paid attention to it, all of them hit this sense. Like they'll go on social media and they say, "Oh, I'm depressed. I'm thinking about ending my life." They'll do that as a way just to reel in people to listen to their music, or and, and it's become the, the norm. And I'm watching so many that's artists serious, do it. That's a serious issue. Yeah, like the last artist I seen. Be honest with you, because it's a really serious issue. Yeah, like, and don't I don't, they don't play with that. No. But um, I'm gonna tell you this right here. I mean, your point is well taken, but but we'll talk. That needs to be addressed. You know, even with someone, if you know, because I, I mean, your, your point is understood. But my thing is, if that, if you, if, if I was somebody who actually saw that, I would have to have to address that when speaking to the person or trying to get in touch with the person. Are you right. okay? Because you never know. That's right. You know, the next thing you know, this person could be dead, could die. Or, but it's different in society now. It's not like reach out, it's right. like do it and let's watch yeah. you do yeah, it. And then, then as soon as it happens, you're like, oh, I didn't want him to do that. You know, I really believe in all of his music, though. I totally agree that all the energy is extreme because that's the culture that I should, I'm not going to say that's the culture. That's the culture that, I mean, there's a the first that coming up. Definitely purges. And I agree with that. I agree with that. That's exactly what it is. The purges type environment. Because, I mean, listen to me. Everything that comes across this table is new. Something new. This that the part of this type of environment is new. It didn't exist before. Right. Something else is new. So we gotta you gotta understand well, as, did being, it, though, as being you think back in like Shakespeare time, the people burning down buildings. None of us were here. None of us were here. But I'm saying but the culture existed. I I understand what you know, they take people out and burn them <laughs> on the stake and, and watch great. it with the, the kids. The that culture was real. And the origin <laughs> and the origin <laughs> of that really and the origin <laughs> of that right there is from something totally different than what they're doing. But that's what's scary. Because it feels like that is almost the same type of thing. Right. Like you can sit around and watch someone in pain, watch someone dying, watch someone. Even that young girl that got her throat slit. Everybody has a camera up. The dude sitting there. What, what girl? Which one? So young. What the? Uh, not, uh, I don't very young that. enough. The, the girl that got stabbed. Yeah, and then the guy got away with it. California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't see a video or nothing, but I was. Right. I'm gonna pick his story. And, and, and I need history because without history, it's hard to market anything. That's my business, right? And so it's hard to market things and take it to the next level if you don't know where things come from. Of course. But there was like an era called the Dark Ages. And the reason why they call the Dark Ages Dark Ages is because there was no religion. Right. There was like no religion. Like people just opt out of religion. And so that's when, even though we don't agree to it, when the Christian Crusaders went in and they pretty much just sliced and killed everybody who wouldn't take the cross because they needed to bring order. And, and of course, organized religion came to birth at that particular time. But in this dark ages, and mainly in, 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 in Europe and right, in right. certain parts, and they did all that crazy stuff too. Slit throats and, you know, and, and burned people ahead of time and cut off ears and they did all of it. It just wasn't like right, right, right. expounded upon as right. it is now because we have the internet. Yeah. But it was like normal. So we all have gone through stages and stages. Going back to your point of the diminishing—I mean, the diminishing females—that was always there. Right. It was always a problem. Um, the great rappers, like, what about Kendrick Lamar? Got a Nobel Peace Prize. Right. Nobody got a Nobel Peace hear, Prize. You don't even hear about that. Though. You know what I'm saying? For music. Do you hear about that? Right. But it's there, right? It's there. Um, right. It's there. Right. But you know, but but it, but it is there, right? And 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 and, and it, it was the same way. It's like you know, we had the same thing. Coming up with like uh, the labels when they finally caught into this hip hop thing, and it wasn't just just dropping hip hop uh, records on a single and just making it happen itself. When corporate America started to sign it, they they wanted all the cursing and the and talking about you know chicks and bitches and things of that nature. That was like the norm. Like, you were not you was not gonna get signed. That's right. But to a sense, that's what people people like to be entertained. That all happened. That's all happened. became successful. Then everybody yeah. Yeah, and then, then it just went crazy. And you see what they went through to get there. You know, but you know what, though? It always comes back down. Mm -hmm. Hip-hop, to me, is always like a clock. It starts at 12 o'clock when it's like really pop crossover or something that we can all deal with. Sometimes maybe two pop. Then it goes down to like uh, a 3 o'clock, right? Where, 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 you know, it's, it's conscious, but it's not too... Too pop where you can't deal, can't study. Right. You know what I mean? That's right. And then and then it goes down to like, like a six o'clock when it starts to get raw. 
he starts to get a little bit raw, made like a 50 cent raw, but he came to destructive, like right. even Nelly at the time. And I was mad. <laughs> we niggas up in the cab, like, whoa. And that happened. <laughs> he just took it back down. To, and then it goes back up to nine o'clock, where it's not that raw and not that shooting up gangster hood. But it's like, you know, coming up out of that where they mix in with, with like a pop record, you know, or mixing with R&B singers. So, you know, it's kind of softening that, that, that ghetto this up a little bit. And boom, then it's right back up to the pop pro, so you can't stomach it. I think it has a lot it of... Go, it always go around. I think that was a perfect uh, I know, way you know, up there. I've been in this way. I've been in this way. Yeah. 
the opportunity. I mean, once they set a rule, yeah, the owners can actually, you know, adjust that rule to fit their their team. Right. And that's what Jerry Jones did. Uh, are you so, a Cowboys fan? Now, I'm a giant fan. Oh. <laughs> I'm, about to say, you know, I'm about to say, you know a lot about the Cowboys. Never, never. So I just I'm had to ask. General, I just know about Denzel. Of course. And he's an owner of a team. Jerry Jones is just one of those good old boys. Period. <laughs> has oh, nothing bro. to do with the NFL. You answer my question, BPL. I see what you're doing. Answering it already. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, it's Texas. Yeah. Period. And he's trying to do something to say this America's team. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to do something to say this here is America, and y'all gonna stand up behind him and say that here. Period. And then that his money tells them differently if they, you know, do something else. So, like, you know, with all the difference between. <laughs> Listen here, Nick, yeah, right. The difference between you have all this freedom of speech. Yeah. We got to watch how we get it back also. Yeah. That's all. So, like, we can give it, but that means you're giving him the right to give it back the same way. This is very true. Okay, so I never get too touchy about that. It's like, you know, that's expected right now. Because we're standing up saying. You know things, you know that 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 we we say openly, like of course, know, of course. And, and yeah, we yeah. say, well, we've always been that way, but it's never been this. Well, no, I'm gonna be standing. I'm gonna be standing with you. Be real, be real. Keep it real. You know when you're being called a Negro. Yo, I didn't say the Negro. I say Negro. That means do not get off. Do not get off the Greyhound. Keep it pushing. Keep it going. Keep it pushing. Yeah, so with that being said, T-Money, I know you got a lot of background as far as in, in, in record labels and music. And with that being said, now, I had people on my live stream earlier today asking me, what's the best way to go about being approached by a label? Because I see all these artists saying, nah, fuck 300 million team, you know, nothing, nothing against them. I don't know. I hear a lot of artists saying that, well, fuck this record label because they're going through whatever issues they're going through. And the artists that were watching... <laughs> Something like that. Again, 18450. Oh, it, it just keeps on. But they're asking. <laughs> they're asking, what's the best way to go about it? Because on my last we were really asking you that. Best way to go about what? Going about going about approaching a record label and dealing with the contract. Well, first of all, that's the wrong way to go about it. Sure. On the rip, that's the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. they was asking that a little bit earlier on the live stream. I said, I right now, right now, Jay Z has started a whole. Uh, symposium of everybody doing just six records opposed to a full length album of ten records, right? But that make no, and, and, and I'll tell you why it makes sense. Well, because, makes sense. well, well it, it makes sense from like uh, as far as an artist perspective, but if you want more streams, that's why they're releasing twenty songs. Well, that's why Drake is releasing. But you get more streams though. But the more goes, songs are on Spotify, the more songs you get. Played. If you're hot. And then, and then, and then, no one's gonna do six records unless they're high, right? So it's not for everybody, like you're saying. But what, what you know, what he said is that when you become big enough of an artist, if you become and get blessed to get big enough of an artist, then you're gonna release only like six and four records at a time because what used to be considered a full length album was ten records, right? And then the hip hop yeah, era, ten, hour, ten, ten sides they call it, yeah. ten sides. You know, side A, side B, but 10 right. sides, that's the technical term right. for releasing these records, right? 10 sides consist of a whole album. Right. And then, like, four more, like, four to six is like an EP, extended play, right. you know, and then LP, which is long play, which is, of course. and right. then you got the singles, which is like the single, right? right? So now what happened was, is that we started you know, giving away the yeah, LP. <laughs> extended play. I get that there you go. So there you go. So now you know. And so now, now what, it, what it is, is that Jan, those guys are saying, like, why give away all your publishing right now? Right. Just take those 12 songs that you're just going to put out and just make two six-song albums. Right. Drop the price down low for $9.99, okay, so you can afford it, or my fans can afford it, and now i got two tours this year rather than one. You know what I'm saying? So, so now, now that we're going to hear that VPR, you hear that VPR. And we talk about the That's it. You know, and so that's that's kind of like where that comes from. But to make it happen, like everybody's pushing towards doing your own streams. You don't want to sign to a label. Right. A label is not going to sign you unless you have streams, right? right? 
So basically, young brothers and sisters, set yourself up as your own label. Set up with Spotify, Apple, and all of these distribution streams. You can get Apple. Chance the Rapper got Apple. Chance the Rapper got Apple. Drink Apple. That's the only two artists I know, personally. This No, no. Drake turned down the deal. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but he can't because he's Drake. But then like, Chance the Rapper took it, and that's why he dropped his exclusive on that exclusive album before. Like, and it was know, a good deal because he's Chance the Rapper. Yeah, and he made it, and he's independent. But, 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 but we got to stop doing this, artists. Stop comparing yourself to the established artists. The deals are totally different right yeah, now. Yeah, I agree. Don't even, don't even look at it like that. Take yourself out of that. That First of all, start with the basics. Set yourself up as a label, and you're going to win as a label. They're going to come looking for you, period. Set up all your shit. Set it all up. Set it, set it up. Get your promotions going on Instagram, Spotify, you know, SoundCloud, YouTube. Copyright you know. your shit. Make sure you're publishing it together. That should be done automatically. Ask awesome. Cap that be my but, but, but it's not. But it's not. We got to come back one day and we can just have a whole safarium on how to how to get your your, your business shit right. No, yeah, because they all do good. They, they, they hit me up and they be asking me. So set it up, you know, set your streams up, set it up like your real label, and, and you know, just start your promo. You got you gotta do it. If, if you take as much time as blowing that record up as you as you blow it up. You know, you 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 know, you play the foods, you eat a cheesecake factory, or right. you know, what I'm saying the hot chick you with, or you know, you get in the club with your boys drinking shots. All that energy, energy that you put into those type of streams and those clothes, put that shit into your record. I love that. You know, and, 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 and it goes. Real. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, people break their neck to get that shot to blow up shit that don't make they don't make the money. You know, so you know, just just put that put it in there. And there are companies out there that promote. You know, streams and that right. promote and things like right, that. Right. You, know? you know, bringing it back, like I was looking into it as far as you know, Instagram started to do like side deals with artists in order to get their views up. Once they get on the explore page, right? That's yeah. how they normally again and now. So dudes are getting signed off Instagram. Yeah. It's not even. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, they get right. signed off YouTube. And, and, and that's crazy. Man. I sit back and I'm like, yo, dude, dude, like people are getting signed off an app and they're cutting deals with Instagram so they can get on the explore page. Once yeah. you hit the explore page. Yeah, boom! Like it just—it's crazy to see what hip hop or not even hip hop, the music industry has become. Right. Yeah, I'm used to be bought. What's the opposite word? The culture. The culture. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Wait, culture. Okay. <laughs> that should be the title of the show. <laughs> well, it's culture Tuesdays <laughs> with Team Money, DSB. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here for that. Okay, it's 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 hard. You know, you, you just gotta go in it and, and, and just make it happen. There, 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 there are advertisements that you can buy. There are packages you can buy on all of these platforms that will kind of like give you a boost in your numbers. That will give you a boost in and, and you know just expose expose you a little bit more. You know, you just gotta do that. And once you do that, then you're kind of like good. I mean, yeah, these guys out here, they hustle. They do. They do what they do. I mean, we all from New York. We all we all hustle. And they put that money. They put that money. They put that money into that in, in, into that you know into that chain. Or put that money into those that those friends. Nah, you know they you know they gotta have that chain. And a couple lean right next to They they gotta have that for the look. That's what they're saying. They be posting their crimes on IG. We ain't gonna get into that. They be posting their crimes on IG. It's anything in this day and age. You gotta watch. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I just look at it as crazy. Like, yo, that can't be real right there. Right, like, right, right. If the if the thing that people do for this word called clout, clout is more expensive. It, it, it means more than money. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. once you do the right thing, you get insta fame overnight. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 I mean, to be told, they all follow him. Look at all. Oh, he right led now. the way. I'm going to tell you who's the man. 50 Cent and Will Smith. 
Yeah. yeah, you know who was that? Ja Rule. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm just about to see my song. 